Playoffs? You want to talk about playoffs? Yes, that's right. Football's playoffs start this weekend, and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't checked out the app yet, there's no better time to sign up and start cashing in. To celebrate the most exciting time of the football season, DraftKings is giving you the chance to double your money. And all it takes is for one touchdown to be scored during Sunday's football games. That's right, once you opt in and place your bet, all you have to do is sit back and wait for a touchdown. While we are all excited for football, let's not forget the 2021 basketball season has kicked off, so head to the App Store now to check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to have a shot at doubling your money if any touchdown is scored in one of Sunday's football games. That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at doubling their money for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, you're here. That's Good Broncos Podcast. I'm Brandon Perna with Will Keys featuring Buffalo Bills guest Dan Mitchell from the YouTubes, from Twitter. Dan, thanks for joining us. First question. Oh, wow. Why did you curse yourself with your most recent video title? Is with my most recent what? I'm sorry, you broke up a bit. Oh, sure. I broke up a bit. Your most recent video title, The Bills Are About to Murder the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, you don't think that's going to come back to haunt you, Dan? Dude, Brandon, honestly, that's sort of my shtick. And so, to be honest with you, I, um, starting off, I thought that I would always give like just the most outrageous accusations going into my titles, but. I do regret it because I looked back into last year and I had a similar title right before we played the Houston Texans in the wild card round. So I think I may have fucked myself, but um, <laughs> luckily I'm hoping that the, that the 2020 bills are a hell of a lot different than the 2019 bills. So I'm going to go on ahead and I'm going to ride with it. And I'm just going to continue to get abused in the comment section. <laughs> uh I can respect that. Uh, Dan's YouTube channel is just his name, Dan Mitchell. So if you're a Bills fan or if you're a Broncos fan who's just going to live vicariously through the Bills, make sure you check it out. Uh, And I can sympathize with you, Dan, because in 2013, the Denver Broncos offense was the greatest offense I'd ever seen. And heading into the Super Super Bowl against the Seattle Seahawks, I, with the help of one of my good friends in Los Angeles, made a parody to Kesha and Pitbull's Timber about the Broncos beating the shit out of the Seahawks. And never have I regretted something so much <laughs> in my life. But then again, at AFC Championship game, Broncos, Patriots. We make a fuck you Tom Brady song. The Broncos win, go on to the Super Bowl to win. So I think if you do it the second time, you're actually helping the Bills this time around, based on my experience. 
Interesting. And so my win-loss record is actually leaning more heavily toward the wins, but it's when I go for like more of like those like negative connotations, like murder or annihilate. Like the last time I said something like that was the Cardinals game. And I was feeling real good. Like right until there was like 32 seconds left in it. And then that nonsense, Hail Mary. So, I mean, I took a risk, but uh, we'll, I mean, just uh, just follow up with me at four o'clock on Saturday. So, (laughs) Do you even like, does that Hail Mary even haunt you at this point? Because clearly it cursed the Cardinals for the rest of the season. And if I'm, uh, I think I'm correct, but the Bills haven't lost since. Yeah. um, So it did. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I, vividly remember just staring at my television for like two minutes straight the longest time I've ever like just like watching the replay and what hurt the most was is the fact that this wasn't you know like our b-tier players this was like the best players our secondary had to offer right covering d-hop right there with you know white poyer hide I was like oh we got this come on uh but was like definitely a shock um was definitely nervous, especially with the post-traumatic stress disorder that I have from being a Bills fan. Normally when something like that happens, like our season just like completely spirals down the drain. Uh, but <laughs> luckily, luckily that didn't happen. And I mean, we just ended up using that as fuel. And I mean, they've been ex- exceeding my expectations. I did not see the second half of the season happening the way that it did whatsoever. Well, and even... Wasn't it the next week against the Chargers that Buffalo gave up another late deep pass to Herbert? <laughs> but then the Chargers chargered yeah. themselves and ended up losing by 10 points at, by Dude. the end of the game. But if the Bills have a weakness, it's Hail Mary defense. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, say that we do go to the Super Bowl and play Aaron Rodgers. We're fucked. That's exactly what I said in today's episode. The only thing that's going to beat him is Aaron Rodgers and a Hail Mary situation. Uh, I wanted to ask you, okay, so Josh Allen, heavily yeah. criticized after criticized after his first year, improved, yeah. played pretty bad in the, the playoffs last season. This year, he's been on a tear. As a fan, do you almost like it happening this way more, where people kind of wrote him off, and then he's sort of bounced back and turned into like everybody's favorite like underdog QB, who's now a badass? Or would you would you rather him just come out year one and been fucking awesome? Dude, honestly, I had my doubts going into it and looking back at that draft night and thank God this didn't happen. I wanted Josh Rosen to be the quarterback of the Buffalo bills. (laughs) Um, So it looked like that uh, (laughs) things ended up working out, but I mean, back in 2018, I just saw something in him. Like I just love the fact that he obviously went out there and he wanted to win I mean, he like really wasn't that guy where he gets picked off two, three times. He's going to come back and just look like shit for the rest of the game. I always knew that he was going to be able to make those steps, but I had no idea that he was about to take like the leap that he made going into this year. And um, it's tough because a buddy of mine and I, we were talking about this and uh, he said, Dan, what if the reason Josh Allen is so good this year is, is because there's no fans in the stadium. Because he has been interviewed. I think we brought that up too. (laughs) He has been interviewed so often saying that he just gets so jazzed up before a game that it takes him at least a quarter or two to get in the zone. And um, it's, it's really resonated with me. 
like right at this point. That's why like I was one of the few Bills fans that was not excited about us finally letting fans <laughs> into the stadium for our first game. Uh, but it's really, I mean, I could not be happier with the way that he has progressed. And I mean, let's say for example, that he did look like that coming out of his first year. Yeah. I mean, maybe we, we would have won a couple of games, but I mean, now he basically has a quarterback's candy shop right now, like right on that offense. So I think this is the perfect gear for him to hit his peak. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he say he changed his pregame music that he listened to because whatever he was listening to was getting him too amped up and he was making mistakes. So he had to have yeah. something a little more calming to get him more focused. And so I think he was listening to like, uh, um, his, well, now he's listening to either some light jazz or like some Vivaldi or something like that. Just nice. going back to the classics. He's you not know, listening but, to Cole, Cole Beasley's mixtapes, is he? Well, <laughs> hey, well, hey, listen, he's actually dropping a single tonight. Cole Beasley is? He is. He hit Twitter. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's the best rapper in the NFL, which is shocking. He's really not. That's bad. the biggest news today. He's, he's better than Le'Veon Bell. He's definitely better musician. Well, artist. Better than, than A.B. Brown. Better um, than A.B. for sure. Uh, how how glad are you that AB decided not to go to Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely happy looking back at it, but I just remember getting the news. He's expected to sign with the Buffalo Bills and then legitimately minutes later. And Mr. Antonio Brown has denied going to the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, right. I am thrilled that it did not end up panning out the way that it did because that, that just would have been a total Buffalo move right there. And so like, I mean, like he like would have went to Buffalo, went to training camp. He would have called our GM a mayonnaise boy and stuff like that and just go <laughs> off from there. <laughs> so, Right. It's been good, man. It's been good. Like hindsight's 2020, but I did want him at the time, but well, yeah. And so I wouldn't trade Stefan Diggs for anything though. For real. Right. It, it felt like the Steelers sent him to Buffalo uh as kind of like a fuck you like oh yeah this is kind of where receivers go to die and then you know Stefan Diggs is fairly similar like not as bad as Antonio Brown but has problems with Kirk Cousins and the Vikings and everyone they're like okay fine go to Buffalo uh have you know everybody's like oh have fun uh with Josh Allen overthrowing you by 10 yards uh how like do you think Josh Allen's progress has more to do with just the team they built around him, or is it really just all mechanical or probably just a mixture of the both? What do you think? And so to be honest with you, I do think that it is a healthy mix of both. I mean, definitely bringing in a receiver like Stefan Diggs, who can legitimately make just about whatever quarterback is out there look good. Like he's like the one that's going to be able to go out there and make like these spectacular catches where say that we didn't have him on the team then you'd be seeing, you know, some throws that were sort of like, uh, like not too sure about that. Um, the way that Josh worked on his mechanics this offseason, like there was definitely some slight changes specifically within his footwork, but from him being able to jump from 59% completion rate, shit ton of interceptions, like really not being able to go on ahead and like really hit his stride to 69. 69% completion rate, and then now being in the MVP conversation. I really think that it came down to the team that was being built around him. Because if anyone knows anything about a quarterback carousel, it's Buffalo Bills fans. And I am just so happy that we did not 
just, you know, shoo him off like right after 2018 and hit the draft again. Yeah. So um, his progress is insane. Um, his, the coach he works with during the off season was quoted today that he doesn't even believe that he's reached his ceiling quite yet. I mean, that's probably just, you know, smoke up the ass or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but you like that, to hear it as a fan. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that completely jazzed me up. Like, wait, but, can he be better? <laughs> can he be better? Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, um, definitely happy with his progress, but um, yeah, we'll see. Also, did you just flex on me with your gallon jug of water? <laughs> yes dude, i dude. thought i had a ridiculously oh. big cup to drink out of oh yeah oh and yeah. then you pulled out a, a gallon jug yeah well honestly bro like i mean i've been like really throwing on the dad bod recently for the past year <laughs> and while that was trendy a couple of years ago i'm sort of trying to get back to like looking slightly less gross so the only way that i can drink an entire gallon of water is as if i see the gallon of water like gotcha. right and so I don't feel like counting out 16 glasses and stuff, but smart. Yeah. Um, so it's had douchey, but you know, health. <laughs> no, I respect it. I think hydration's cool. Not douchey. It is. It is. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cole Beasley. Is he, is he healthy? Is he going to be good to go? Um, he hasn't practiced all week. He seems to be trending down. Sean McDermott still says that he is week to week. Um, and then Diggs What's his injury? Uh, it was a knee injury. And so they haven't gone into, and they haven't gone into like huge detail. Knowing McDermott, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just you know completely holding up as much information as possible and just throwing him out there. But I mean, once we ended up signing Stills last week, it was sort of so sort of an idea on my end that like we likely won't see Beasley this week unless we make it right to, right to the divisional round. But <laughs> um, Thank God with John Brown, he's healthy again. And it looked like Isaiah McKenzie did just fine out of the slot, like right against the Dolphins uh, secondary. So Former Bronco, know. Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, man. He's the man. Speaks the patience. That and Gabe Davis, too. Yeah. And so Gabe Davis, I mean, honestly, like I like never saw him as a deep threat, but Barkley hit him twice last week. Barkley, yeah. Barkley. Barkley hit him twice, man. Holy hell. Like, listen, like, I, like, try, like, never to, like, talk a lot of shit, like, right to opposing fans, especially, like, during, like, within my comment section. But, I mean, some of them were just so ruthless, like, right toward, like, last week that I just had to go in there and remind them that Matt Barkley had more passing yards than Tua and completely just leave it up. <laughs> that was something I, frankly, just couldn't hold back. Yeah, that's fair. And then you can go back today and say, uh, who's talking about drafting Tua's replacement already? Is it? Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> who's talking about? Oh, my God. In fact, and so I actually have a question for you guys because I listened to your last episode and it sounds like you have beef with Bill's Reddit. Oh, it was just a my, little bit. The, the one video that went in there. Ever yeah. so slightly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that feeling's mutual because I oh. detest. <laughs> Bill's Reddit. Wow. I do test Bill's Reddit. Well, like it's mostly me and the moderators. So, I mean, we uh -huh. get in, like these huge like spats on Twitter all the time and stuff like that. But I definitely understand where you're coming from. Like they like take the whole like no, no personal fun. promotion to a whole new damn level. Right. <laughs> like to a whole new damn level. But I mean, and so I know that Bill's Mafia loves you guys. So, so sweet. Don't worry about Reddit. That's good to know. We shook it off. It was hard, but we shook it off. We're getting stride. 
we Taylor Swift yeah. did that. It doesn't we they don't speak for for the rest of your fan base. Who is maybe it's you, but who who's the president of Bills Mafia? Who's the president of Bills Mafia? <laughs> or the Don. Not- maybe it's like a Don. Uh, it's the mafia it's- consigliere. Oh, okay. So I mean, like you're talking about the idea rate of a mafia. That would be the Don, but I mean like the yeah. most notable guy would be Del Reed. Uh, he's like a huge philanthropist in Buffalo and stuff like that. He technically started it because it was back oh, okay. in uh, 2009 when we were absolute trash and someone on ESPN was talking shit and he just started the hashtag Bills Mafia and then here we are. Off. Yeah, that's right. Then tables and yeah, it's like the raunchy stuff you see at tailgates. Pinto yeah. Ron getting covered in ketchup and mustard, that kind of thing. Yeah. The last <laughs> video of mine that YouTube uh, blocked was the uh guy who was drinking a shot out of a girl's ass crack at the the girls mafia tailgate yes wait like this is inappropriate this video has been blocked it's like fuck you this is a great video so youtube blocked it oh yeah they they won't they wouldn't let people i think i put it on patreon for for people after that but it wasn't even that graphic but whatever and so i'm pretty sure like the video that was released right to the public was blurred out to a sense like did you just like throw like straight porn on the video or something like that or like what was the deal i think i found a non-blurred version and i probably i don't i probably didn't censor it enough or youtube (laughs) was just tougher at the time i don't know yeah it and so it depends on who watches your your video if they're gonna be cool with it or not but and so have y'all ever been to buffalo before no, I've not. I've never been. I recommend one one season when things cool down. Like I recommend everybody needs to go to a Bills Mafia tailgate. Oh, I'd love, I'd love to. to. Yeah, like That's there would be a lot of golden content. I'm sure for Brandon and for Will. Great content. I mean, like, like yeah, yeah. Just I got to get a brand to just pay for us to go to a bunch of games one season, and uh, we can make videos about the experience. And that would be like top of the list. To, to go check out i want to go there as much as i hate the raiders i want to see the new stadium and be in vegas Ooh, yeah. i'd love to see the la stadium um that's it i don't give a shit about anybody else <laughs> uh City? i don't know and so are you guys thinking about going down to tampa for the super bowl or probably not no no, no. i don't leave the house i don't even go to broncos games it's too much of a, a hassle <laughs> oh wow and so just this year or just in general like just in general. Oh, yeah. interesting. I think I'd probably go to more Broncos games than Brandon at this point. Do you? Yeah. So well, I had the Raiders there. down the, you know, I had the Raiders a couple hours away. So I could, you know, I went to uh, a Broncos Raiders game just about every year for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, like, only if they're playing in Santa Clara, which is just a pain in the ass to get to. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, honestly, like, I mean, I've traveled to go see the Bills a lot. And I mean, I cannot tell you how many times where I've scalped my tickets and I just went to a bar by the stadium and watched, especially like say that it's like November or December, because I do not want to be sitting outside in 30 degrees. I just can't enjoy the game that way. So, I mean, it's, yeah. And so I feel you on that. I'm with you. Yeah. It feels like the, you know, (laughs) the tailgate, like I've seen football games before. Yeah. Uh, I know what they look like. I don't know if you can replicate like a, a Buffalo Bills tailgate anywhere else. That feels like the the main attraction to me. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I I definitely have the required amount of dildos to attend a Bills game. So 
Uh, yes. As long as I can sneak those through security at the airport, I will be there. And so I've been dying to find that kid. I've been dying. As a kid? <laughs> well, n- not now. I'm pretty sure he was like 18 when he did it. He's got to be like 23, 24. But I mean, I like need like a damn documentary on it. Yeah, that'd be a great like story. short doc piece. The guy who threw the dildo <laughs> on the field. <laughs> oh, and everybody my. would know what you're talking about. You wouldn't even have to. Oh, yeah, for talking. sure. He's a, yeah, he's a folklore in Buffalo for sure. Didn't, wasn't, what was, wasn't. <laughs> tom brady written on it or this is what, what the f- yeah i'm pretty sure it said tom brady's dildo yeah <laughs> <laughs> poetic absolutely poetic uh oh, okay nice. we talked uh, in our last podcast uh we talked a little bit with our buddy about the colts being kind of a dangerous team to play in the playoffs uh if there's anything that worries you about this game what mm-hmm. is it um, I would I would have to say on both sides of the ball, the run game, because the Buffalo Bills cannot stop the run to save their lives on the defensive side of things. And then Jonathan Taylor is a very, very talented running back. Um, I do have confidence in our linebackers. I think that now that Matt Milano and Edmonds are, I'd say like 90, 99%, they're doing a lot better and being athletic enough to be able to catch these running backs off the edge and off to the outside and make their tackles. Uh, but really at the end of this day, my number one goal going into this game is just being able to like shut, shut their run game down and just make Phillip Rivers beat us. Uh, because I like, I'm not scared of Phillip Rivers with the ball in his hands and like them telling, yes, Rivers, like you need to win this game for us because I have full confidence right in our secondary and I'm really just hoping that we take like this entire game plan because so many Bills fans are talking about, oh, like maybe our run defense has improved because we really haven't been getting gassed on the ground as often. And I always want to say like, no, it's because our offense is throwing up 28 points in the first half and they can't run against us. They're playing, you know, like that. So um, really, I'm just hoping that we can make the most out of every single offensive possession that we can have. And then the Colts have no other choice but to put the ball in Rivers' hands. That's my thing. But scariest part is definitely the run game on both sides of the ball yeah i think we're, that's kind of what we were talking about in the last episode um, you've also got this weird frank reich factor where right. the greatest game in buffalo victor uh, in buffalo yeah. history was frank reich yeah. coming back from 32 points in the wild card yeah. round in buffalo yeah and that's a place where uh he knows how to win I don't know why how that factors into him coaching the Colts to victory, but got to yeah. be some weird conflicting feelings there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I saw a meme circulating on Twitter the other day where like there was like this like uh, <laughs> and there was like this wrestling match and like they had Frank Reich's like head it was pasted right on this one wrestler and it goes over right to the other wrestler uh, with like a Bills logo on his forehead and he just mouths I'm so sorry and then he just kicks him in the face and knocks him out. So, <laughs> I feel like that perfectly demonstrates how we feel about that. But I mean, really at the end of the day, while I think he will be upset, say that he is a head coach and say that his team does lose, I think a little piece of him will be happy. So that we Interesting. finally got through it. Yeah. 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 I got to so find, <laughs> but... find my paper that I wrote about that game when I was in third grade. I had oh, yeah, it somewhere. Were. I was going to use it in a video and I, I forgot, but I, I wrote about the, the Frank Reich comeback for some school paper and it is filled with 
and sort of inspire you? That game did. Like I was, like I wasn't, like I was a Broncos fan, but that game, I was so impressed by it. How, however old I was, it was like I was seven years old that I wrote a fucking paper about it at school. So, uh, I would love to to talk about that. I should have found that for this week to do like a, a preview, but. I want to see the spelling errors so bad on there. Oh, uh, the saddest part is like if you looked at my handwriting now and in that paper, you'd be like, "How did your handwriting get worse? Did you write this last week?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Who? Uh, okay, so Bills—they've had some big primetime wins. I feel like people know the team a lot better now than they did uh, last year. Uh-huh. Who's like uh, your favorite player or an underrated guy that you think's really good that maybe doesn't get the the love that he sort of deserves? Uh, my favorite player and my most underrated player is Matt Malato, 110%. Like this guy, like when you notice that he's not on the field or say that he's playing injured, our defense is not the same at all. And I mean, with everyone, they always talk about Edmonds and granted, he's still young. He's like 22, he's 23 years old. And I think his ceiling is still pretty far away. But um, when Matt Milano is on that field, our defense is an entire different unit. And so like, it just plays so well together, especially having him hold up the middle of the field for us. And I am just so thankful we have him going into the playoffs. I really, really do. And um, it's scary too, because we're like, not in a really good situation for cap next year. And there's a strong likelihood that he's not going to be coming back. So um, I just want to appreciate what I have right now and uh, hope we can make the most out of it before uh, he ultimately leaves and goes elsewhere. Yeah. This is the bill's window to, to get a super bowl right now. Like they have the team for it. They're in the, the position to do it. And I think they can beat any team in the NFL. So we're, we're definitely hoping they, they pull it yeah. off. And I think, was it no pressure. two ago, we found out that Milano was going to be a, a free agent. And we were like, yeah, that's the guy we want the Broncos to, to go after. Yeah, we are, yeah, we actually, I think it was you who named him. I asked you who, who like what unrestricted free agent you'd want most. Yeah. It was Milano. Yeah. He's just, he's great in pass coverage. He's, he, he's all over the field. Yeah, it's like good a, name. You, great name. You hear it a lot. Great name. Matt Milano in on the Italian top. Stallion. And so say y'all do pick him up, just take care of him, okay? <laughs> Appreciate him. We will. Of course. Will. Yeah, just like you and Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. We, oh, we didn't man. take care of him, but you guys did. Clearly. Damn. Damn. Uh, oh, what, uh, what's your, your, final, your final prediction this week? Score prediction? Yeah. Damn, dude. I mean, I might as well just double down on my initial. Yeah, it's got right. to be a murder. This has got to be a murder. Score. Double down. Uh, I'm saying 35-10 bills. I'm saying 35-10 bills. I think um, that they're going to come out strong, the Colts. They're going to go on ahead. They're going to score on their first possession. Uh, but then I think Rivers is probably going to throw a couple of picks and just give us great field position, and we're going to be up like 21 to – 21 to seven by the half and then it's just gonna be all bills after that that's a good prediction i think it's gonna be a little closer than that i'm taking the bills to win though yeah but i ah man i think the bills offense just needs to start hot they start hot they'll control the whole game uh even last week uh was it 
No, they played the Dolphins the week before when they played the Patriots. It took a quarter to get going, but luckily the Patriots offense sucked as well. But as as soon as Buffalo started, they scored that first touchdown. Cam gets one, and then they just went on a fucking tear. Uh, I think that's how they have to approach this game. And the Patriots defense at times this year has been like the only good part of the team. So assuming they can do that against, you know, new England, I think they can do it against a better Colts defense, but I think that's their key is like, if they let buff, if they let Indy linger into the second half, then I'm nervous. Even despite my big weakness for Phillip rivers, which is second half picks, uh, I just hope to see Buffalo win firmly so then I can go double down like you on them beating the Chiefs because next nice. to them winning the Super Bowl, I want to see them bounce Kansas City from the playoffs. Oh, man. And so to be honest with you, say that we were to do that, I feel like that would be even more exciting to me than winning a Super Bowl. No, I'm <laughs> but, but would definitely be something. Yeah, like, I mean, like really going back to their defense, I mean, I'm sort of scared of Buckner. Uh, because I just look back at like similar matchups that Josh Allen ended up going up against, like against Aaron Donald. Um, and uh, I forgot who the yeah. other, like yeah, he- Houston, Justin Houston, who's been yeah. really good for, for the Colts yeah. and their great linebacker uh, Darius Leonard. Like yeah. they're yeah. pretty, they're just a solid team. Um, they really, they're they well rounded. If they weren't playing the bills, I'd be kind of pulling for the Colts, but uh, I've learned that I thought I was going to, I thought I would be able to root for Phillip rivers in the playoffs, but now that he's there, I just want to see him lose again. It's sad because he doesn't deserve it, it, but I just, I just want to see Phillip rivers lose. And uh, I'm ashamed of learning. I learned a little bit about who I am every football season. Like I don't hate the Patriots as much now that Brady's gone. And I really just want to see Brady and the bucks fail. I yeah. thought I could really pull for Rivers. I can't. So, um, you know. What? Yeah. What's that going to be like if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl and you guys have to face your tormentor for 20 years, Tom Brady? Yeah. I mean, just write the movie right now, right? Like, <laughs> I guess so. So I feel like that that would be like the most poetic season ever. But like going back to it too, like I'm like almost scared of reaching the Super Bowl because like there's always something in the back of my mind being like, fuck. Like, what if they bring back the boy I love losing Super Bowls if we tank it, like, right against whoever we play? Like, if we make the Super Bowl, we better damn win. Because if not, then we're just going to be, like, right back to yet another joke. Well, you'll be in it. Yeah, I mean, you'll be in it the year after, so don't worry. And then the year after. after. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Just repeat history. You'll have another shot at it. Repeat history, lose all four again. Oh, my (laughs) God. Honestly, I think that's one of the reasons I started to like the Bills as a kid. Um, I liked Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas, but I also liked that the Buffalo Bills had lost as many Super Bowls as the Broncos. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, okay, as long as the Bills have lost four and the Broncos have lost four, nobody can say the Broncos are the worst at uh, losing Super Bowls. <laughs> and uh, I didn't really give a shit about the Vikings at all at that time. So uh, that was another thing that made me gravitate towards, uh, towards that team. But be careful they'll break your heart man they'll break your heart <laughs> yeah i've been through it i've had the glory though and I, that's what i really hope yeah. bills fans get that super bowl because it's so nice the first one yeah, I want the taste. oh my god yeah oh my god taste man that's, that's why we're rooting for you guys 
Um, All right. Well, thanks for doing joining us, joining <laughs> us, Dan. Uh, again, check out his YouTube ch- channel, Dan Mitchell. Twitter at real Dan Mitchell. Don't fall for that fake son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, if the Bills win, hopefully we can have you back next week and yeah. we can talk about their next opponent, maybe. Yeah, man, most definitely. Uh, it was definitely a pleasure. And uh, go Bills. Go Bills. Good night and good luck. Playoffs? You want to talk about playoffs? Yes, that's right. Football's playoffs start this weekend, and there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. If you haven't checked out the app yet, there's no better time to sign up and start cashing in. To celebrate the most exciting time of the football season, DraftKings is giving you the chance to double your money. And all it takes is for one touchdown to be scored during Sunday's football games. That's right, once you opt in and place your bet, all you have to do is sit back and wait for a touchdown. While we are all excited for football, let's not forget the 2021 basketball season has kicked off, so head to the App Store now to check out all of DraftKings' daily odds boosts. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Do you have a shot at doubling your money if any touchdown is scored in one of Sunday's football games? That's code DNVR for new players to get a shot at doubling their money for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.